It's time for the Newsmax Daily from Newsmax, America's fastest growing cable news channel. Now, now, here's your host, Rob Carson. I do believe we have uh, we have uh, Don in Hartford County. He's got a word for uh, 2021. Hey, how's it going? Good, buddy. What's up? Yeah, I got a word for 2021. Dishonesty. Yeah. Now, who are you referring to? Uh, Brandon, of course. <laughs> oh, it's been one lie after another. There you go, buddy. <laughs> oh, Brandon, of course. Duh. <laughs> hey, man, that's a great. You're my first call of the year, brother. That's a pretty good call right. there, Don. Have a good one, All man. Right, Appreciate it. So, uh, Liz Cheney, oh, my God. God in heaven, Donald Trump is Hitler. I mean, literally Hitler, uh, hell on earth, uh, evil mastermind of uh, a horrific uh, insurrection that the FBI doesn't say is insurrection anymore. Actually, they say it was kind of a, you know, a, a, a riot. They call it a riot, but actually, really, what it was was a, a bunch of people who got together. By about a million of them got together away from the uh, the Capitol and got infiltrated by a bunch of people, and then they were invited to go into the what should be the most uh, Secure building in the history of mankind, but people were able to go up a little, like little rock hammers that, uh, you know, remember uh, uh, Shawshank Redemption? Uh, Andy Dufresne could walk up there with a little rock hammer, tick, 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 knock out a little piece of glass. Remember that, that game when you were a little kid called Don't Break the Ice? It's kind of sadistic. Had a guy sitting there and you just tap out the pieces of ice until he fell, presumably to his death in icy water. It was kind of like Break the Ice. So Don't Break the Ice, tick, 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 and they reached in and were able to actually turn the knob. This is a billion dollar visitor center where you have to go through uh, metal detectors and pass security, but somebody with a rock hammer, tick, 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 like from uh, the Shawshank Redemption, was able to knock out a window, open it up, and just go on inside. So go ahead and explain that to me there, Democrats. But Liz Cheney, of course, says... Look, I think that if, if what he has been saying uh, since uh, he left office is any indication, yeah. uh, former President Trump is likely... Uh, again this week to make the same false claims about the election that he knows to be false. No, actually, uh, I think you know them to be false. I think you know your narrative is false, and I think the Democrats are right in there with you. And the same false claims about the election that he knows caused violence on January 6th. Yeah, he didn't actually cause the false claims. The evidence did. Uh, I think that uh, it is uh, indeed... Oh, yeah, the claims were false. Um, very concerning, given what we know happened in the lead-up to this. You're going to try and put out this fire, but you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to add kindling to it. committee is finding out about... With facts. That's the kindling. ...the events of that day. Um, But I think that it's not surprising. But again, he knows these claims caused violence. And we've seen now people who were in the Capitol, people who've been arrested because of their activities. They're still in uh, solitary confinement with no court date and they're being tortured and denied uh, privileges and access. On that day, uh, they themselves have told us in court filings, they've told us on social media, we've seen it on videos, that they were here because Donald Trump uh, told them to be here. Yeah, yeah. They, they'd see that as a big rally, and it was planned on January the 6th. Do you remember that day in January? Do you remember that day in January, ladies and gentlemen? I want you to stop, and I want you to reflect on the damage of that day in January when police arrested more than 200 rioters. At least four Washington, D.C. businesses were burned Several police officers sustained injuries. 
and a limousine was set on fire. Oh, I'm sorry. That was uh, the Hillary Clinton supporters did on Trump's inauguration day back in uh, in uh, yeah, 2017. That's that that day, January 20th of uh, of 2017 is when that happened. In case you didn't notice that uh, that actually wasn't January the sixth. That was uh, that was January the 20th of 2017 when the rioters got arrested and the women's shoes showed up with their pink P-word hats and Madonna said she wanted to burn down the White House and then they. I don't know, threw some burning dumpsters into buildings and set a limousine on fire and hurt some police officers. But there's nothing to see there. Because it's all about the hundred million of dollars worth of damage to the... Well, actually, no, actually, no, there really wasn't any major damage to the Capitol. Uh, otherwise, they probably would have been able to reopen the building two hours after the supposed riots took place. So uh, there was that. And then there's like the thousands of hours of videotape from inside the white or the, the Capitol that we haven't seen. Um, you know, I mean, other than that, you know, and the whole uh, Ashley Babbitt being shot in the throat, you know, she was un, unarmed. There was there was that thing. And, uh, you know. Other than that, other than that, it's all about January the 6th because, you know, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, people just kind of forgot about the 17, right? Oh, by the way, Marjorie Taylor Greene has been suspended permanently from uh, Twitter. Apparently, she was citing numbers from the VAERS uh, reporting system, which is a self-reporting tool for uh, vaccine drugs, uh, vaccine uh, side effects. Uh, she had uh, posted a graph there with uh, the, the 18,000 deaths from COVID, and there apparently was the last straw. Now, this is kind of interesting because this is actually a, uh, a side effect site managed by the CDC and the FDA. So, um, and this is interesting because it says, according to this story, and this is, I believe, the UK Daily Mail, VAERS allows anyone to report side effects after receiving COVID-19 vaccine. Government health care officials have warned that the data is being misused and misinterpreted, given that anyone is able to submit a report. Then why the hell doesn't the CDC or the FDA, why don't they actually do something about the site if it's so problematic? It's your site, dummies. Dear Lord, I mean, if Twitter can do this to uh, Marjorie Taylor Greene, why the hell can't the CDC and the FDA do that to anybody they decide they don't agree with, et cetera? Donald Trump's going to have a little pressure on the uh, 6th of Janvier, and uh, Democrats are going to, and and some select uh, Republicans, uh, Adam Kinzinger, are going to, you know, fake tears and everything on January 6th because of all the death and destruction of Trump supporters uh, at the January 6th insurrection that the FBI says was not an insurrection. But here is uh, Liz Cheney talking about Donald Trump's press conference that's coming up. And by the way, yeah, he's still going to say the election was stolen because evidence. And so he's... Very, he's doing this press conference on the 6th. Again, if he makes those same claims, he's doing it with complete understanding and knowledge of, of what those claims have caused in the past. So she is uh, claiming setting up Donald Trump's press conference as a way that he is going to apparently uh, foment violence or forward some sort of lie. She's trying to uh, C-word block him essentially is what she's doing and so he's very i'll just say rooster blocking he's doing this press conference on the 6th again if he makes those same claims he's doing it with complete understanding and knowledge of of what those claims have caused in the past Mm, yeah they've uh they haven't really caused anything because the people who are paying attention uh they paid attention to the evidence and we're not led around like puppets like joe biden is we've done our research and we went huh 
there's no way that Joe Biden got 81 million votes. There's just it's not it's not possible. It's not logical. Uh, blah 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 blah. White House uh, Minority Leader Kevin McCarthy issued a letter to Republicans that slammed Democrats for failing to determine uh, how the U.S. Capitol was so easily breached. That's something we haven't had answered. A little rock hammer from, uh, you know, Shawshank Redemption. Tick, 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 tick. Knock out the glass and just reach in and open the door. You try to do that at the Treasury, you'll get your butt shot. He said our uh, capital should never be compromised, and those who broke the law deserve to face legal repercussions and full accountability. Unfortunately, one year later, the majority party seems to no closer to answering the central question of how the capital was left so unprepared and what must be done to ensure it never happens again. Instead, they are using it as a partisan political weapon to further divide the country. And that is true. And do you want to know why? Would you like to know why, kids? Yes. Uncle Rob, tell us why. Well, here, let me tell you why. Because right now, former Donald Trump holds a commanding lead over other potential Republican candidates in 2024 by a margin of 43 points. Does that answer your question, kids? I think it should answer your question. Yeah. Yeah. Ask if they'd support the 2024 election with uh, Donald Trump as a candidate. 54% of Republicans picked Trump and uh, DeSantis, the uh, the bell of the ball. Uh, my mother-in-law is convinced that he is everything there all is. He doesn't like Trump because of his tweets. Uh, apparently, people are saying that nah, mm, no, only 11% are choosing DeSantis. 8% pr- uh, picked, I almost said something nasty there, uh, picked former uh, Vice President Mike Pence. Mike Pence is done, done, done. He should open a little coffee shop with Liz Cheney. Ted Cruz is 3%. Josh Hawley, 1%. Chris Christie, 2%. That's certainly not body fat. Uh, Marco Rubio, 2% there, by the way. Chris Christie, the, the body fat was like 200%, actually. Okay, it was a cheap fat joke. You know, I'm carrying about 40 pounds, too, so you, know, you can make fun of me if you like it. Oh, and then there's this. This is the other thing that Uncle Rob would like to tell you about. 71% of GOP uh, voters uh, doubt the legitimacy of Biden's win. Uh, it's not just because of what Donald Trump says, by the way. It's because they actually uh, they know that the media lies about everything. And since the media lied about uh, COVID origins and lied about the uh, Hunter Biden laptop, actually just avoided the story, lied about uh, Russia collusion and all that stuff, when you say, oh, yeah, well, well, you know, the day after the election, like when all my Facebook page went away, the day after the election, before I posted anything, uh, you know, everybody in the media said there's nothing to see here. There's no there's no voter fraud. So uh, the American people, or at least Republicans, who always get abused and be slapped by the mainstream media, big social media, and the Democrat Party, they all said, "No, nah, really, uh, no, I don't think so. I think that I've discovered the truth." Nearly well, three in four Republicans uh, doubt that Joe Biden won the 2020 election legitimately. A total of 71% of GOP respondents said Biden's victory was illegitimate. Uh, And it's because there's a a whole lot of facts and stuff that uh, the mainstream media, uh, big social media, well, big social media won't let you have access to it. And the mainstream media just won't say anything about it. Uh, Anyway, 25% said Biden's uh, triumph was uh, probably not legitimate. 46% said, no, definitely not legitimate. 6% of GOP uh, respondents said that Biden won the election fairly. Another 15% said he probably won fairly. Uh, 91% of Democrats, of course, believe that Biden's uh, victory was, uh, was, you know, was, uh, was legitimate. It's because the, the, the Democrat Party will do anything, including cheat, lie, uh, whatever, to uh, win elections. Here is uh, Liz Cheney. 
gaining on why Republicans don't uh, believe the media. But one of the things that we've seen in CBS polling is that there is just a hard percentage of the population that believes what the former president is claiming. Eight million. It didn't start with the former president. It started with us doing our research and our former president. We agree with them. People believe in violence to restore him to office. Uh, seven out of 10 Republicans still believe President Biden's illegitimate. 66 percent believe there was widespread voter fraud. So these numbers are pretty hard here. Why By the way, in uh, 2017, 25 percent of Democrats said violence was acceptable uh, against uh, Trump supporters uh, with regard to the election. Thought you should know about that. Why hasn't this conviction abated within your party? Look, I think that that we're in a situation where um, people have got to understand the danger uh, of President Trump and the danger. And the fact that he's uh, polling at 54 percent and the next highest is DeSantis at 11 and he's going to be the candidate. That he posed on that day. You know, if you think, Margaret, he, he could have simply walked a few feet to the White House briefing room. A lie. He could have gone immediately on live television and asked his supporters to stop. He did actually. Was happening as he to go home. He failed to do that. He, he I think he ordered McDonald's. Instead, we know had the motivation at the same time the violent assault was happening. He's watching television. He's also calling at least one senator urging delay of the electoral vote. Well, you know, that was uh, actually what was supposed to happen that afternoon. Uh, but then the whole insurrection that wasn't an insurrection happened. Yeah. So it makes you kind of wonder why they wanted to uh, end the debate about the election before the debate could be had and it was supposed to happen by the way here's a little bit more from uh, oh liz cheney drawing the line on the sand here and again why why do i say this because donald trump is polling at 54 percent versus ron DeSantis at 11. liz cheney who soon will be unemployed thank you god is terrified of Donald Trump, and they will do everything they can with the Democrat Party's help to wreck the possibility of Donald Trump being in office in 2024. But it's not going to work. I think that the uh, the American people again, and particularly the Republican Party, you know, we as Republicans have a choice to make. I am a conservative Republican. I believe strongly in uh, the No, you're a country club inside establishment Republican. That's what you are. But you won't be for long. Policies of low taxes and limited government and a right. strong national defense. And we keep voting for that debt ceiling to rise and we just kind of bend over and take it from the Democrats. But otherwise, we're real conservatives. I think the country needs a strong Republican Party going forward. But our party has to choose. We can either uh, be loyal to Donald Trump or we can be loyal to the Constitution. Actually, if you're uh, loyal to Donald Trump, he is a constitutional conservative. Liz Cheney, you and Adam Kinzinger and your ilk are not. But we cannot be both. And, ilk. Uh, right now, uh, there are far too, Got ilk. too many Republicans who are trying to uh, enable the former president, embrace the former president, yeah. look the other way, and hope mm -hmm. that the former president goes away. No, you, you, that's you. Hold on one second. <laughs> that's, that's, that's you, actually. Former president, look the other way, and hope that the former president goes goes away, trying to obstruct the activities of this committee. Yeah, but you see, what most Republicans are doing, and they're not looking away from uh, President Trump, they're saying, you know, he's the future of the party, uh, and he got screwed by the Democrats. So, you know, there's a lot of that going on, too, by the way. Hey, guys, it's Carson for ExpressVPN. You know, if the FBI is going after school board members for speaking out online and at meetings, do you think that maybe they might be looking at you, too? Incognito mode does not hide your activity online, by the way, okay? Doesn't matter what mode you use or how many times you clear your browsing history, 
your internet service provider can see every single website you ever visited. That's why, even when I'm at home, I never go online without using ExpressVPN. ExpressVPN is an app that reroutes your internet connection through their secure servers so your ISP can't see the sites you visit. Hillary Clinton wishes she had this. ExpressVPN also keeps all of your information secure by encrypting 100% of your data with the most powerful encryption possible. Protect your online activity with the VPN rated number one by CNET and visit my exclusive link, expressvpn.com slash Newsmax, and you can get an extra three months free on a one-year package. This is important. Your privacy is more important than ever. Again, that's expressvpn.com slash Newsmax, expressvpn.com slash Newsmax to learn more. 34% of Americans say violence against government is justified. The, the results, which came almost a year after a violent mob of former Donald Trump supporters stormed the U.S. Capitol. <laughs> the number has risen uh, sharply in recent years. In 2015, 23% of Americans approved of violence against authorities. Five years before that, 16% up from only 13% in the mid-90s, you know. And I, I certainly do not uh, promote violence. Duh. But when you, uh, when you hear this, um, this phone call, that was interrupted um, by a prisoner, a January 6th prisoner, who is named Jacob Lang, who has been in jail for nearly a year with no trial date and has been restricted from being able to talk to lawyers, from attend, attending religious services, from using the facilities. You might understand why more people are saying, you know, maybe the government uh, is as violent against us than, than, than we are. It was a call to Newsmax. Uh, from Jacob Lang that was cut off mid-sentence. We have a Bastille, folks. We have a Tale of Two City. I've been saying this forever. We've got a, a proletariat and a ruling class. We have now the rise of the oligarchs, and they're uh, partnering with uh, D.C. politicians. This is very similar to uh, what has happened in Russia uh, and other places and uh, into what happened uh, centuries ago in France. In France, and um, we're, we're seeing this, and now we have a Bastille. This gentleman is in jail. Jacob Lang is uh, awaiting in jail without trial. He is right now on a 22 hours a day, locked in solitary confinement, cannot talk to his family, his attorney. He has nothing left but uh, food and his Bible. No uh, lawyer access, no visitation, no calls, no haircuts, no religious services. Uh, the reason why we know this is apparently he was able to text a family member and tell them. But I'm going to share some of the interview this guy gave with uh, Newsmax about a week ago where he, uh, he was cut off. After this happened, um, his phone access was denied, okay? Uh, he said that all of the detainees, all of the January 6th detainees, have been uh, essentially had their phone privileges taken away since then. The prison is locked down. And by the way, after a surprise inf inspection, they found horrific conditions in the jail about two months ago. Uh, right after that, they moved 400 inmates out of the jail because of the horrific conditions. None of them were January the 6th protesters. Jake Lang. Cut off mid-interview on Newsmax. He's a January 6th protester. What you're suggesting is that other people that have different charges against them uh, for things unrelated to January 6th are being treated differently? Oh, for sure. I mean, that's without a doubt. We're harassed on a daily basis here. They send um, 
prison guards in to watch our units that are particularly aligned with liberal leading causes like Black Lives Matter. We actually have a case manager that walks through this facility with Camila, you know, Camila Harris shirts on, Black Lives Matter shirts on. Um, and they target us, and, they, and what they do I is... I can't understand why people are mad. They try to psychologically, you know, just afflict us in any way possible. They change the rules on us all the time. They wake us up in the early morning hours on September 18th when uh, they had that rally pro, January 6th rally for us in Washington, D.C. They woke us up at the wee or morning hours, and they told us to grab our mattresses, and they marched us through the jail. They didn't tell us where we're going, how long we're going to be there, why we're being moved. And this is psychological warfare tactics to try to break down people's resolve and to keep them constantly in a manipulated This is really, I mean, this is not America. State. It's horrendous the way we've been treated. So, um, Jake, uh, no doubt you're going to probably face some repercussions for even doing this interview with us today. And Are you did. a little worried about that? Listen. Um, I'm, you know, fear does not live in the hearts of patriots. And, mm -hmm. you know, it's time for the American people to band together and to stand behind the Constitution and to really support the January Sixers because we were the, the front line. This patriots. call is being terminated by the facility. Uh oh. Uh oh. Yep. All right. Interesting. <laughs> Someone didn't like that conversation. Somebody didn't like it. Yeah, they cut him off. And you want to hear something even, even better? Yeah, uh, according to Lang, the jail cut off all Internet access and phone privileges for any of the January 6th protesters who are right now in jail, many awaiting trial without bail, having their trial dates moved quite cruelly before a hearing can be done, and those who remain are being overpunished. Overpunished. This is Lang writing a text to his family. I'm being held in true solitary confinement, locked in my cell 22 hours a day in response to my viral Newsmax interview yesterday where the D.C. jail cut off my interview mid-sentence and the automated message uh, rung out on live national television. This call is being terminated. He says, I cannot talk to my family, my attorney. I literally have nothing left but food and my Bible. No lawyer access, no visitation, no calls, no haircuts, no religious services. The solitary confinement began before Christmas due to an alleged COVID outbreak. However, he said he doesn't know anyone who was sick in his pod. He says we are literally being mentally tortured in here. Solitary confinement over 10 days was ruled by the Geneva Convention to be cruel and unusual punishment. And I've lived like that the first 200 days I got in this jail. The prisoners were given five hours of free time each day after that before Christmas. Now we're back to 22-hour lockdown, two hours out a day. They let two or three people at a time get out to get some minor human interaction. There are some people in here who have really been drained by this. Our privacy rights are supposed to be maintained. Our freedom of speech are supposed to be maintained in absence of a trial date and no indication as, as to how long he will remain in custody without trial. Lang is, says he's growing increasingly frustrated. I've lived like this for a year. They blame everything on COVID. Where is it in the Constitution that during a bad flu season you can suspend everyone's rights? During Lang's last telephone conversation after the Newsmax event, he said, I feel utterly abandoned by my country. Let's go to Pat in Hartford County, Maryland. Hello there, Pat, and welcome to the Rob Carson Show. Happy New Year, Rob. Yes. Uh, you know, the Democrats and the media set up a message every day, and you hear the same thing. The Republicans could fix this with just two things. 
They need to get together and they need to demand repeatedly, all one voice, release the 14,000 hours of videotape, and speedy trial for the January 6th defendants. Because then the Justice Department has to turn over the evidence, part of the 14,000 hours of videotape, that proves that this was a setup, that the FBI was involved, and then we'd have the truth. Now, Pat, you sound you sound awfully you sound like a conspiracy theorist. You know, yeah, I mean, I'm not a conspiracy. Really, I don't I'm know, Pat. The, the mainstream media and big social media and the Democrat Party would say you're a conspiracy theorist, or I'd well, just say, now nah, you did your research. Yeah, prove prove me wrong, Democrat. Thank you. Prove me wrong. Thank you. Yeah, and I'd like to say, you know, uh, they say prove the election was stolen. I'm like, prove it wasn't. Prove it wasn't. Thanks for the call, there, Pat. Have a glorious, glorious day and New Year. I want to mention one thing about a protester who died. And then we're going to talk about Omicron and, uh, and how we're being played with regard to the coronavirus. Again, serious virus. Again, not an anti-vaxxer. But I've discovered some new stuff that you're going to go, oh, shut up. Actually, you won't. You'll go, keep talking. I kind of find it's interesting. Anyway, some of you might say shut up. There are a couple of you. Shut up. Roseanne Boyland was killed on January the 6th. Uh, I'm just throwing this in there. I've, I've said in this article for a few weeks, and her, her family has been denied her full autopsy. Uh, there was some videotape of a D.C. Metropolitan Police Officer, Lila Morris, seen beating Boylan with devastating force as she lay unconscious on Capitol steps. Uh, there is other footage of this. They're blaming it on a drug overdose. Remember that? There was the drug. Oh, yeah, that, that woman died of a drug overdose. Well, she'd been clean for about seven years. And um, uh, Louis Gomert has asked uh, Attorney General Merrick Garland uh, if a, was ever, a determination was ever made to the D.C. Metro police officer who struck Roseanne Boyland rep- repeatedly in the head with a rod before she died. Oh, dear God, just let me say a prayer real quick. Uh, when the Republicans take back the House and the Senate, I pray for justice and truth. And I also pray that a whole lot of heads roll for a whole lot of abject corruption and abuse in Washington, D.C. Because, wow. Just wow. The Denmark Health Chief says Omicron is bringing about the end of the pandemic. We will be back to our normal lives within two months. Well, you see, you don't live in America in an election year. There, uh, Tyra Grofe Kraus. She's the chief epidemiologist at Denmark State Serum University Institute, I should say. She said Omicron's hospitalization risk is half of the Delta. Uh, and then she said this could spell the end of the pandemic in about two months. And, and several people have echoed this. But I have a feeling they're not going to go that way in the United States because... Um, it's an election year, and I, and I mean that with all sorts of uh, sincerity. Now, there was an interesting cat who appeared on Cat. I said, Cat, did you hear what I just said there? I'm so ungodly hip, it's not even funny. No, about as hip as a 50-something-year-old dad can be. Anyway, um, uh, Joe Rogan show, The Experience, featured uh, Dr. Robert Malone, who's been banned uh, from Twitter. Now, this is a guy who apparently was instrumental in creating the mRNA technology widely used in the COVID-19 vaccines. He's talked about vaccines, mandates, among other things, and he is a credible person. 
But you see, he doesn't agree with the government or the WHO, which means no matter what he says, no matter how much credibility it has, uh, it is disinformation or also known as disinformatia, as was said by, uh, was it Karl Marx? 1923. Joseph Stalin. Ding, ding, ding. It was Joseph Stalin. I get my Marxists and my communists mixed up. But anyway, uh, here is um, Joe Rogan talking about the information police during the age of uh, the era of COVID. They removed you for not going along with whatever the tech narrative is, because tech clearly has uh, a censorship agenda when it comes to COVID. In terms of treatment, in terms of the... Marjorie Taylor Greene was booted from Twitter permanently because she quoted from the VAERS site, a site run by the government. Whether or not you are promoting what they would call vaccine hesitancy, they can ban you for that. They can ban you for... You cannot deny the vaccines. That is verboten. In, in their eyes, what they think is a justifiable offense. And they're doing this, and I don't know... What is this? What is this talk of oxychloric... Uh, no. Ivermectin! That's the word I'm looking for. Sorry there. ...who these people are that are doing this. But they're doing these, this... One of the most important things about you reading out your history like that is to one of the most qualified people in the world to talk about vaccines. That doesn't matter. If you're not towing the party line, here is the doctor's response. If my voice... If, it, if there's no merit to my voice being in the conversation, whether I, it's true or not, whether I'm factually correct or not, let's park that just for a minute. Yes, please. Whether or not I'm right in everything I say, and I freely admit no one's perfect. I'm not perfect. It's one of my core points is people should think for themselves. I try really... Dissent is not disinformation. Where have we heard that before? Be hard. Oh, yeah, my show. To give people the information and help them to think, not to tell them what to think. Which is the opposite of what big tech wants to do. Okay. Um, but the point is... True. If, if I'm not... If, if it's not okay for me to be part of the conversation, yes. even though I'm pointing out scientific facts that may be inconvenient, then who is... Who can be allowed? Um, and uh, whether you're in the camp that says I'm a liar and I didn't invent this technology despite the patents, and there's a whole cohort of that, no one can debate that dispute that I played a major role in the creation of this tech. And virtually all other voices that have that background have conflicts of interest, financial conflicts of interest. I yeah, and they're involved with a big pharma and whatnot. This guy isn't. He is a credible doctor, and this is, again, another case of disinformation or misinformation. Uh, it is uh, the, the three big branches. You've got big social media, the Democrat Party, and the mainstream media. All of them work in cahoots. Cahoots, if you will. They work in cahoots with one another to silence free speech, to silence opposition. Never before in our history has dissent been called disinformation. It's going to do it for the show today, guys. I greatly appreciate you. It's growing by leaps and bounds. Thank you for joining me in the meantime, and please share with others. Just go to uh, NewsmaxTV.com slash podcast if you want all the digital platforms where it's available. And, of course, we're on Apple Podcasts. You can go there or just the Newsmax Daily with Rob Carson. Write a five-star review. That would be awesome. Uh, God bless you guys. God bless our soldiers, both living and past Gold Star families. 
police and all first responders and you and you. Thank you very much. And until tomorrow, don't catch the stupid. Thanks for listening to the Newsmax Daily with Rob Carson. Check your cable guide or NewsmaxTV.com or watch free on YouTube, Roku, Apple, Pluto, Zumo, Amazon Fire, and your smart TV. Newsmax, America's fastest growing cable news channel. Check NewsmaxTV.com for details. Mmm, the first taste of rare bourbon you finally got your hands on. That's nice. At Caskers.com, we make this experience easy. Caskers is a one-stop spirit curator with an impressive selection of exclusive sought-after rare and household names in the realm of premium spirits and champagne. Discover the top flavors of the year now by going to Caskers.com and using code WELCOME10 for $10 off your first purchase. Get $10 off your first purchase with code WELCOME10 at Caskers.com.